we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Cheryl Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus also as well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. We're covering the sport of football and the NFL like no one else. So go ahead and check it out today, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, wherever you get your podcasts. Plus also as well, of course, Oxide 247 you know they're not a happy crew at LakersBall.com. So go ahead and check out what Ox1947 and the crew at LakersBall have to say right there at LakersBall.com. Plus, he's been working hard. He got up early, and he's been working hard all day at, of course, Sinblades. Sinblades with a Y.com, and then he came home to see this garbage. Also, as well, of course, have some great things going on with Lakerholics.com. Listen to Laker Tom and all of the dream scenarios that he keeps on dreaming up like he did when he was on Lakerholic Spotlight. Go ahead and check out what he has to say as the number one Lakers blogger that's out there. Of course, right there for you, along with Jamie Sweet and his five things. And you know his five things ain't going to be good at all after tonight's game. He's at, and they at, and they are at lakerholics.com plus also our good friends empire jeff tv shout out to him because he was part of our playback.tv slash lakers fast break live coverage along with laker nick stone hansen joe sean myself we all saw this miserable piece of garbage this flaming pile of doo-doo called the lakers game tonight we all saw it on playback.tv slash lakers fast break we were unmerciful unmerciful unkind we were just terrible according to what our fans were saying and how mean we are were to the actual lakers team but it was well deserved and you can hear why each and every time out or if we're they're doing well we praise them as well just as just as uh, fervently at playback.tv slash lakers fast break also as well i want to give a big shout out besides empire jeff tv to lakers in five john mccallion and daniel berry sports highlights Go ahead and give them a big shout out indeed. And speaking of shout outs, please go ahead and like if you're watching on Facebook and follow us or subscribe. Subscribe today on YouTube to get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. And also, last but certainly not least, magicmind.com. Magic Man down below has been trying out Magic Mind. He gives it a big thumbs up. If you want a supplement that might help you, achieve better focus and a whole bunch of other good stuff. Go ahead and check it out what it does today at magicmind.com. And if you decided something for you and you want to go ahead and get it 15 or 30 bottle order, you just use the code Lakers 20 at checkout to get 20% off your order. Lakers 20 is the code that's magicmind.com. And after today's game, I think I might be making order myself because I need some better focus and attention after watching this terrible game that put us all to sleep. As the Lakers head in for the second game of their road trip into Philadelphia, they must have eaten too many cheesesteaks because the cheese whiz was all over them as they absolutely, after a five lead five minutes into the game, they just basically stunk it up from there. I think, uh, what, overall, what, 47% from behind the arc? Yeah, 47.8% for the Sixers from behind the arc. 22 threes, 47 to 93, 50% overall, 85% from the free throw line. 
They absolutely dominated the Lakers on every end. Offensive rebounds, they got 15 to the Lakers, six. Defensive rebounds overall, 33 to 26. It was absolutely a miserable performance by the Lakers. There is no good anywhere we can find it. LeBron, 8 of 12, 18 points only. Anthony Davis, who got called out by Paul Reed before the game, started out quick and fizzled soon after, 17 points, 11 rebounds. He didn't flop, but he didn't do much else after the first quarter. And the Lakers, unfortunately, get trounced 138 to 94 in a flaming dumpster fire of a game. There's nothing else to be said about it. Tyrese Maxey exploited the Lakers' defense. Max Christie and also as well, Torian Prince were absolutely awful and had no answer for guarding Tyrese Maxey today as Tyrese Maxey just cruised to 31 points, eight assists. Joel Embiid, 30 and 11. And again, the 76ers could not miss seemingly from behind the arc. And here today to talk about this dumpster fire of a game, Two great guys indeed. You got to go ahead and check them out at Simblades, please. You know what? For today's game and sitting through today's game, while after a full day of working, please go ahead and support him today at Simblades, simbladeswithay.com. Go ahead and get yourself a new lawn if you're in Southern California, especially after what we went through today. It is Joe Sorrow and Joe, great to have you here. I know you've been working hard all day. After working so hard all day, you come home to this hot flaming garbage. It absolutely was an awful performance by the Lakers. And, you know, the Coach Ham stuff, as far as if he's a good coach and he's a bad coach, well, you know what? Coming into Philadelphia, you should have had a better game plan than what we saw today. I, the Laker f- fandom needs to come to the realization that Darvin Ham sucks. <laughs> and there's really nothing you can do in your power of persuasion joe stop powers, being so vague don't powers of, of positivity powers of motivation whatever it is that that continues to spew out there in the internets about how great things are when you imagine things and they will come to you and all that stuff This is a discussion we're going to have a few times this year. I want everyone to remember this because, well, actually, you don't really need to remember. You can come back here later and, and, and watch it. It is recorded. But we, I, I really like your descriptions today, Gerald. I think that's as, as good as it can be described as a flaming pile of dog doo-doo and trash and used I'll toilet paper, all the all the soiled stuff that you said perfectly describes what a monstrosity of a team this is. And <clears throat> a lot of the reasons why that is is because they don't care. It it's worse because they don't care. If they were if they were losing and being competitive, you can tell the difference. You could tell the difference a lot, but unfortunately, uh, some people don't really see it. I wa- I was I was fortunate enough to watch it uh, on the road on the way back home, uh, and then of course when I started re- relaxing in my lazy boy uh, is when really things start getting crazy. 
And this is a this is not an anomaly. This is a usual thing. This is what happens when they play elite teams. You can argue that Philly isn't elite, but they definitely have elite players. But here's the funny thing about that. We have elite players too. Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Why do we look like trash versus the guys that look like they're ready to win a championship? The question, the answer to that is they don't give a crap. Maybe LeBron does a little bit. AD doesn't care. Austin might care a little bit. Yeah. And then everyone else, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't know. D'Lo, Torian Prince. Uh, I don't know what what Darvin Ham. See, we don't see anything with the cameras anymore with the coaches. The only thing we see with the coaches is some lollipop with a microphone asking them after every what second quarter, third quarter, whatever. Coach, how can you play better? Something that's so utterly useless to human existence. Instead of actually seeing stuff that actually matters, that way we can go, wow, oh, I'm seeing now what's the problem. They have Darvin Ham sitting down, drawing little little ha- happy faces on, on a board. That's why they can't get any plays out of timeouts to score. Is that what it is? I don't know. Because apparently the only question they ask these yahoos is, what's going on in the game when we can freaking see it already? Show us something we don't know. Or at least prove that we know what we're seeing. When are they going to understand that your leadership and your focus is dog dog how many times are we going to tell you stop saying max christie is amazing and darvin ham's a good coach don't ever use the word good coach and darvin ham ever in your vocabulary you can say it it's a free country you can believe it it's a free country But if you do, you're going to be wrong. And you'll never be right. No matter how much you try. This isn't Darvin Ham coaching, I don't know, the Charlotte Hornets. He probably would have been fired by now if he was coaching the Charlotte Hornets, actually. Because they would have needed to blame somebody. Because they don't know how to hire a coach. They don't know how to draft stars. They don't know how to... Keep healthy stars. They don't even know what. I don't even know why you would even send another franchise to Charlotte when the first time didn't work. Goes to show you how smart these guys are, right? <laughs> so it, it's it's we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna watch this crap until the end of the year. I still believe they'll make the playoffs. I'll still, they might be competitive a little bit, but understand this. And I'm going to let Sean take over from here because I want him to show his nice little sweater. I like looking at it. Understand this very clearly one more time. I'm going to say it more than once, but I want you to understand it tonight. This team has to win a NBA championship or it's a failure. Do you understand that? Failure. Not even a game seven in the finals, uh, not even a loss is good enough. They have to win. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing with this team? What's the point? Go get some 
value while you still can, if that's the case. And stop insulting our intelligence with your feel-good emotions after one good quarter, one good half, one good game, one good week. I mean, come on. you got We're not Phoenix Suns fans, guys, okay? We don't have Devin Booker all of a sudden become the Scottie Pippen because he had two straight games where his guy didn't score more than 18 points. Wake up, people. Wake up. The end result is winning it all for this team. If they don't win it all, they ain't. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Ugh. So you would watch The Tomorrow War before The Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers unfortunately getting their ass kicked 138 to 94. There's just no pretty ways to say it, and I'm not going to go ahead and sugarcoat it this time around. But also here today, good man indeed. It is, of course, the madman from Toronto. He did get out of Toronto traffic to watch this dumpster fire. It is, of course, the magic man, Sean Grice. Sean, great to have you here. Big shout out to both you, Joe, Empire, Jeff, also as well, Laker Nick and Stone Hansen for being on stage for this disaster. It's absolute, and absolutely, everyone else that stopped by playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. It's always the way, isn't it, Sean? The biggest crew, the biggest audience we have of the year on playback to us to watch this mess we'll go ahead and make sure we pitch magic mind for you in a second my friend but i want you to go ahead and comment on this absolute dumpster fire of a game for the Lakers. i'm mad after that one i'm mad too man it's a piss me off this one was a complete and total piss me off uh, and Gerald, we're we're we're, see, we're seeing it already it's it's the excuse remnants of uh of lakers fans i just i'm seeing just trickles of well you know if you had told me that patrick beverly and marcus morris were shooting eight of 13 from three i would have taken it ah get off pat beverly was stinking up the joint he was uh, he's he stunk worse than uh carter hart did for the flyers a couple nights ago until he started playing the Lakers, and then all of a sudden, it's it's like somehow it's like Lords playing us, Gerald, for a bad shooter. It's almost as if you just gotta say a wing and a prayer, and you'll be four of six by the end of the uh, the third quarter. Bad, extremely, extremely bad. Makes me mad. Apologize for interrupting. You know what makes me mad? is the fact that we always get called out on this stuff. We always get emails and messages saying, you guys don't know what you're talking about. I said my my response to Rodell, who absolutely does not know what he's talking about, in my humble opinion, 
is the fact that we've been watching this game for combined over 100 years. So don't tell us exactly that we don't know what we're seeing. Laker Tom has admittedly sees things through purple and gold shaded glasses. He does not see things always in a clear fashion or just straight down the middle. We call it's a lake. It's always a Laker fog. Yes, Gerald, you're right. It's always a Laker fog with Tom. We call it like we see it. That's always the way I've asked you guys to go ahead and do so. And you guys just do it as you see it. You see guys, you guys see something good. You call it out. If you guys see something bad, we call it out too. And right now today, like this team throughout the entire year are lucky. They're very lucky to be 10 and eight on this season. Magic Knight. Go ahead. And I apologize for interrupting on that. No, Ger- no Gerald. That, that, that's just about as we uh, always as... get called out. We always get called out and sent letters and emails. Lakers fast break at yahoo.com about how we're wrong on this and how we're wrong on that. Huh? Funny. Those, those emails and letters get smaller and smaller and non-existent when the Lakers get their ass kicked like they do tonight. Yes, and uh, and Jer- and uh, our our um, glorious podfather always shares the uh, the exchanges as well. Um, and they got, as Gerald said, they got shorter and shorter and shorter as the year went on last year because we kept hearing the same thing at the beginning of the year. And I think by... By midseason, Gerald had had just about enough of it. And while he did, while he did respond, the responses were instead of you know about five or six paragraphs, it was very terse. It was like two or three paragraphs long. The fact is, Gerald. I mean, we saw the creaks, we saw the leakiness. I mean, they're in a leaky boat. We're ten eight, but it's, it's a leaky boat, and you got a patchwork. It get it back to shore and get a new uh, get it, a new boat because what's working now is not what's going to get you to the end. And look, we understood this. Um, nobody, I, I don't think anybody was under any illusions that this is what you get with Darvin Amp. So, interesting factoid tonight, Gerald. Do you know what tonight signifies? <laughs> We made a joke on it earlier, so I'll let you go ahead and say what it is because the joke I made after it, I was waiting to, to be set up on it. You set me up for that one really well. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. So LeBron James has passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for over 66,003. I think it's almost 330 minutes at this point. Do you think he can get to 70,000, Gerald? Oh, I'm surely, absolutely. The way Darvin Ham coaches, he'll be there probably next week. <laughs> See, the the whole point. The whole point. I at mean, they're the down end, by thirty. Magic. He's still in the game. Why? Why? Somebody should be asking him that question. Why? There's no point for him to have any reason to be on that court. The high leverage stuff when we're playing bad to mediocre to mid teams and he's going to play those leverage minutes that bothers the hell out of me it bothers the hell out of joe gerald and everybody but you're down by 30 there's there's absolutely no cognitive reason why he should be in there none none you can't make you can't make a reason for it and by the way this is also the hundredth game that Darvin Ham is coached for the Lakers. Do you know what his record is, Gerald? No, tell me. That that I do not know, honestly. His record as of this point is 53 and 47. 
So you're you have a 530 winning percentage. You're an average coach. You're an average coach. On um, just on the surface. Just on the surface. Then go a little deeper. It's what uh, it's what this man was saying. You have a platinum and a gold superstar and you're only winning 53% of your games. That's coaching. That's that those aren't the players. That's coaching. A LeBron and AD team over the past hundred games is fifty three of forty seven. That's right, Adam. Yep. Not good. No. Not up to our standards. And you know what, Gerald? Before we ha- before uh, we move on, happy birthday, chick, chick, wherever you are. We love you. We miss you. Oh, he's uh, rolling around in yeah, his grave. That yeah, sound but you that did you not want to see what happened tonight, chick. He's rolling. That sound that you heard, Magic Man, was him rolling over in his grave. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, man. We love you, Chick, wherever you are. Yeah, God bless you, Chick. Uh, Sorry for today's disaster. But, Joe, let me get it back to you, and then I'll get back to you, Magic Man. Once again, the Lakers do, unfortunately, get trounced today, 138-94. to Uh, We talked about, Joe, how if you want to take this team seriously, they got to go 4-0 on the road trip. And people were laughing at both you and then me when I agreed with you on that. Oh, what are you talking about, Joe? It's a success if it's 3-1. and one. Shouldn't be that bad. Okay, well, they're going up in their next two games against Detroit. I think that should be a win. And then a game against a very tough Oklahoma City team, which you have seen the Lakers have very bad performances against. Remember when they were up by, what, 25 that one game and blew? So tell me, Joe, does our thoughts change on exactly where the Lakers stand on this road trip? I I thought two and two was realistic. Yeah, you thought it was realistic, but you I'll guys say, take I'll, it seriously. But taken seriously as far as this delusion that we've got a good coach or AD's gonna show up every game. No, no. I, I, I'm done with AD and his his showing up every game. It seems like every time he shows up against anybody that's significant, he gets shown down. And uh, if if AD's not gonna be the best player on the court each and every game he plays. This team has a 0% shot of winning anything and maybe not even getting out of the first round. LeBron, LeBron, uh, until he retires, is is on overdrive. Uh, whatever he does is, is statistical. Whatever he does is adding to his legacy. Whatever he does is showing the world how well he is at training. That's all it is. Winning championships, uh, if you're going to ask LeBron James to be a number one like he was before, then again, you are you should probably go watch something else and, and, and maybe go to like a spin class like I do and listen to all the people in there talk about how you need to seize the day and, and be yourself and don't let all the negativity get you down and all that, all that stuff, all that stuff the more stuff we hear like that have you noticed the more things are you know why that is guys because it's fake it's fake you know what fake is fake is something not real that's not happening okay fabrication stuff that's not real 
like most of the movie stars that you see and athletes behind the scenes. They're all fake in front of the camera. And that's what we've created. We've created this fakeness that now we have to believe the fakeness. Otherwise, we're negative or we're narcissists or we're too loud or what the hell's this and what's that? No, 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 no. It, it's not it, – It we're not in the – oh, I stopped myself right there, Gerald. It was just – That's okay. Just, you can curse. It's okay. I've already got to take care of Joe three times anyways. <laughs> this isn't the This isn't the Louvre. Watching an NBA game isn't being in the Louvre or being in the sphere and observing art in a subjective kind of way. No, Gerald has asked us, watch the games with us, analyze it, and then if you got half a brain and you sound pretty good, I'll put you on. And as we kept doing this, Gerald has kept up with the fact that I don't want you guys to sugarcoat anything. That's not what I'm about. And that's not what this forum is about. So it isn't subjective that it's coaching is bad. It's objectively bad. The rotations. Gerald's right. Every fan base complains about the rotations. True enough. But his are inexplicably, you know, disjointed, Gerald. Uh, two guys get left left out of a rotation where one guy uh, inexplicably gets 25 to 30 minutes when he shouldn't. I mean, for God's sakes, you're going to put Torian Prince on Tyrese Maxey. You think we talked about this on the weekend, Gerald. Max Christie, while he was probably going to get cooked anyway, did a decent job of pressing Donovan Mitchell. And instead of trying just to go with that again, you decide, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick a bad defender who reaches uh, on Tyrese Maxey. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. You know, some – it. hey, I think it was Kurt Affair brought up Frank Reich. Some guys are meant to be coordinators. Some guys are meant to be number two. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with uh, like I like if you think you're steak, prove it. Prove it, right? Darvin Ham thinks he's steak. Some some Laker fans like Rodell, I'm sure the front office think he's steak. Everybody else, me, Gerald, Joe. He's a side. He's a side. He's coleslaw. He's a big potato. He's he is not what steak. He, he's, he's actually not steak. He's actually what he is. He's he's ham. He's a ham dinner at Applebee's. That's what he is. He's not ever gonna be. And that's okay, right? But it's not good enough for no, where not we for are. The Lakers enough for this particular team. And I don't even think he's actually that good in any team. I don't think he should be a head coach. No, he should not be a head coach in the NBA. He's not a head coach. Uh, the I'm, I'm going to start talking about the game because I know it's easy to just rant. But I'm well, gonna, let me I'm ask. Gonna... Let me ask you guys this if, before we get into that. Uh, before the game, actually was mentioned in the shoot around for the 76ers. Paul Reed, backup center for the 76ers, called out AD and called him a flopper. We were saying, could that provide motivation for him? And he started out very fast and then quickly faded, showing me that he just. I don't know. It just does not show me very much when it concerns AD, Joe. 
or magic? Well, I, I, I think when a backup center is talking out of his ass, that's sometimes worse than talking smack. What does he, what does he know about anything? First of all, AD is a lot of things, but he's not a flopper. He just falls. So at, at that point, you can call Dwayne Wade a flopper too. There's a difference between Vlade Divac and AD. Okay, Vlade Divac was a flopper. AD just falls. And whether that's good or not, is your, you can decide on that. I don't like it because it just... It's it's it looks stupid. It looks goofy. It's like, dude, stand up. What the hell are you doing? You know, you're a big guy. You know, stop falling all the time. Uh, but you know, the issue with AD this this game and in terms of using things as motivation. Well, this these guys don't have a lot of heart to to have any kind of feeling. They play like chumps. They play like cowards. They play like they're vacationing. They get. They don't get held, uh, held accountable by whatever the hell that guy is on the sidelines. So why would they? They're grown children. Grown children when for, for someone who has children, when you don't discipline your children, they tend to stray. And if you keep letting them stray, they're going to keep straying. And the straying will always end up being a bad thing for them. They're going to be one of those people where they're going to be making stupid decisions for 10 years until they finally figure it out on their own or they stay the same douchebags they were the last 10 years. Now, if you've seen society and how things have turned out, the 10-year window has grown to 20, 30, and infinity. Okay? Now, I'm being a little drastic here, but it's it's it's, it's a microcosm of, of society. Is There is no accountability on this team. I'm going to case in point. There was a play in the first quarter when Tor- Torian Prince – not AD, not Austin Reeves, not LeBron, hell, not even, I don't know, Christian Wood, who would maybe warrant that kind of shot. You know, he did score, you know, 17 and 10 one season, I guess. Torian Prince, who is uh, not really that guy, is shooting a and I'm using Devin Booker as an example here cuz that's kind of been the theme of the of the night a fall away front three pointer with like 15 seconds on the shot clock why is Torian Prince making why is he just randomly shooting that who the hell has he to shoot that who told him to shoot that Oh, no one told him? Oh, what did they do after he shot it? Nothing? Okay. So now what? I mean, that's one example. I, do I need to go into three and four examples? You guys saw no, the game. No, 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 no. It's, pre- it's, it's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. The, the show... <laughs> At this point, guys, there's a couple things that are going to happen. One... The Lakers will play mediocre basketball, win about 45 games, maybe, 45. Play the first round and then bounce. That'll be it. They won't make it out of the first round because it's very likely they're not going to have home court at that point. Uh, Number two, it could switch. I have one question. What would make that switch happen? At this time, I don't know. Pretty vague though, right? It could happen. Yeah, it, it could. I, 
It's a possibility. Yeah, you, you guys yeah. want to? You guys want to? You guys want to believe that? I guess that's all we got left, right? Let's believe that the Lakers might make a switch. Wait. Oh, I know when. When Jared Vanderbilt comes back. Oh, and Gabe Vincent. Rui Hashimura. Rui. Rui will make it work because he'll be doing what again? Playing for about five minutes and then be taken out? That, that That's after he hits a couple threes, right? Because that seems to be another coaching method for the year. The hot guy, you also always absolutely because you got to make sure you got to make sure the analytics, you know. Oh, um, oh, it's the second quarter with eight thirty three left in the game. Oh, I gotta, I gotta take him out. I gotta put Christian <laughs> Wood in because apparently under the analytics here, Christian Wood plays better against this guy over here. Oh, good. All right, Rui, come here. You see how stupid that was? Now, I want you guys to imagine this. That's happening. That's happening on a professional basketball I, I, fe- I, f- I, like, I felt like talk, uh, talking to uh, uh, somebody who emails us a lot, and I, I felt like posting that money ball mean, if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? If he's a good shooter, why doesn't he shoot good? I loved Moneyball, the movie. Loved it. That's a perfect I line, though. I thought, oh, he's gonna, I, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna hit three hundred against great big line. Pitching. He's gonna great hit three hundred against good big league pitching. Great line, great logic, all that stuff. But in the end, how many championships has Billy Bean won? Zero. Guys, Laker fans, Las Vegas is getting his. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to the to the. I'm gonna go back to this again, folks. This is yeah. the L.A. Lakers. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis on this team. You have to win a championship or at least show that you're attempting to win a championship. And I don't want to hear about last year, please. Yeah, and okay. Gerald, yeah, I'm, 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 we're getting sick of some of these emails just talking about coddling, massaging some of these young players and some of the egos and then some of the role. It's done. It's, we're at game 18, Gerald. We're going to be at the end of this week. We're going to be at the quarter pole. But Max Christie's played only 12 regular season games so far, Magic Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 12 games. Enough. Yeah. Or 13 now. We don't have time, folks. He totally proved himself tonight getting roasted time and time again by Tyrese Max. We don't have time to, we don't have time to coddle and to motivate. We need professional men. He's right. Professional mother effing men who to don't start need to be coddled. A, yeah. To start taking accountability for winning. But Joe Deep Purple says Tom says Ham is doing a terrific job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what Tom has Garrett, what Tom has shown the world and our our folks here. And is, Rodell agrees with is him. that it's not a generational thing, guys. This didn't happen because of millennials. Gen Z, Gen X, Gen F, Gen S, whatever the hell gen generation you want to talk about. It didn't it, millennials get the brunt of this. And I have to continue to correct people on this. Who raised the millennials? Because I know what happened. I know when it really started. Okay? 
Little, it starts, everything starts little by little. Uh, 1991, I was on the last Pop Warner team that had cuts. The following year, they added two, a second team for the Pop Warner in our area. Guess what? On top of that, they didn't cut anyone after that. And I'm sitting there as a 12, 13-year-old going, you know, I'm not worldly. I just kind of, it was a question in my head, and then that was it, you know? I went about my way. I was 12, 13, you know, I didn't know. But I remember asking myself, it was a vivid memory. I said, wait a minute. How how aren't they making the team? I mean, isn't this supposed to be the best player? Oh, okay, whatever. And it went about my way. 30 years later, boom. That that's the seed. That was the seed. And Tom, sorry, Tom, if you're watching, I know you're not. You are enabling weakness, beta males, whiners, criers, complainers. James Harden whined his way out of every place he was in. Every place making 50 million a year. You all enabled him. You all sent him exactly where he wanted to go. How the hell is that a-hole going to ever know humility and understanding and not, and not be a piece of crap person in business? How? You keep giving him what he wants, just like a child. Guess what? You're going to spoil him, and they're going to do jack squat for you. But, and Joe, you- Rodell says relax, guys. It's one game. You guys oh, ride the roller coaster. To relax. Let's say this again. I don't relax. You know why I don't relax? Because gets done when I'm not relaxed. Gets done when I'm angry. You know why? Because it's fuel. Because everything around you is okay, and you got to turn it into fertilizer. That's how it works, guys. You got to turn it into fuel or food or something. Or you can sit back and whine like a little whatever. And complain that the government and this guy or Gerald Glassford or Sean or, you know, blame everybody. Blame everybody for why you don't feel that way. No, that's not how it works, guys. There's facts, right? There's reality. I hate to keep saying I hate to keep saying that word. The reality matters, guys. It matters because you're seeing it. It's there. It's right in front of you. At what point are you going to finally understand? And you don't need to go and be angry at everything out there. You know, I'm, I'm not, look, man, the second I get off the show, the second the Laker game is on, I'm, out, I'm having a good time. I'll watch a movie, you know, hang out with the kids. Like, look, I, you don't have to put that in other things. I'm just talking about now and what we're watching. That's it. There is nothing, like, you don't got to have that spill over into things. I'm not going to go beat my wife because I'm angry. So, it's just, it, it's important to say that. It's important to say. It's not important to say that. You could have used a well, better. Well, it's important. Example. It's, it's, I, I went a little exaggeration on yes. that, but it, it definitely hit, didn't it? Uh, yeah. It hit, Joe. It hit. Again, the point no, is. No we, we pun have, intended. Well, again, exactly. The the, the point of the, of, of the discussion is it's okay to criticize one thing and not have to destroy everything else around you. That's a lot of the problems with this is. You, not everything goes to crap. There's good things here. There's bad things there. It just so happens that the, the main one we're talking about now on this show is, is the, it's trash. This is trash. Again, that's, 
18, 18 games. This is the 16th game, Gerald. The 16th game that they've lost the first quarter. But Magic Man, Rodell says we just ran into a hot team tonight. What was it the other the other times though? Then during the year, mm-hmm. if 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 this was the first blowout of the year, I'd be like, all right, yeah, okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, when 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 Larry, when, Larry, no, no. When no. when the Kings. Oh boy, Larry. Oh boy. <laughs> Knock, oh knock. <laughs> knock, knock. Knock, knock. Anyway. I didn't want to know that, Larry, Larry. <laughs> um, Gerald, when when the, the Kings cracked us good, they were coming off uh, a four-game losing streak, including getting swept badly by the Rockets, and they kicked their ass. And then the Rockets did the same thing coming off um, coming off a few losses, and then they got into to a heater. Soon as they played us, you can't use that as you can't use that as a marker. It's really not good. Game to game, it's different. You know, you can't take a hot streak. Like the Warriors once won twenty four games in a row. They didn't intend to to start out to win twenty four games in a row. It just happened. Same thing with the Lakers winning streak. They went on a heater and it just happened. Game to game, can change. Doesn't matter if a team's won six in a row coming into your barn, or if you've won, if you've lost five in a row going into theirs. You got to handle your business one game at a time. And there've been too many lackadaisical starts, Rodell and everybody else. And get off your high horse with this, brother, because you know it's true. There's been too many lackadaisical starts, and they got caught tonight. Pulled down their pants. Philly took us behind the barn, and we got our own ass whooping. What was that? An outlier? Was this Kings game an outlier? How about the Mavs game? We had to come back from that one as well, Gerald. There have been there have been four games in the last ten where the Lakers have been down twenty five or more, Gerald, and they've had to come back. When you're down in the first quarter, virtually every game, Magic Man, it is so hard to climb uphill. Every single game. And to me, it starts off with being prepared off the get-go by the coaching staff. Having a lineup that's out there that can compete with the starting lineup of the other team. Being ready and being focused from the tip. Not waiting until we're the fact we're the best fourth quarter team that's out there. We're the best scoring fourth quarter team that's out there because we're always behind right. in the game. Yes, that's why. We're, we, we're the comeback kids of the NBA at this point. A lot of times have... fake comeback kids. <laughs> that might be a new uh, pseudo nickname until uh, that changes. But regardless... Uh, you know, I'm trying to put a happy, happy grin on this, Gerald. But for God's sakes, we're all pissed off at this. Yeah, I don't think you're going to make a happy spinner. With all due respect, my friend, on this game because this was an absolute dumpster fire. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. 
Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. I do want to go ahead and make sure before I hit it over to Joe, I want to give uh, our sponsor Magic Mind props for sticking through us this entire week. I want to go ahead and make sure you've been using it. It's been helping you out. Uh, have, if you're thinking that you need a supplement that might help you give a give you better focus or attention, which it might do, go ahead, check it out. A lot of great ingredients in it. MagicMind.com. Use code Lakers20 for 20% off today. Send it to the Lakers team. They'll, they need like a case each, especially the coaching staff after today. Just absolutely a dumpster fire indeed. I, I can't agree with you more. They can get 20% off if they use Lakers 20. There you go. Absolutely. But Joe, uh, very disappointing game. Very disappointing game overall. Uh, just the effort out there from the get-go was terrible. And people consistently they just go off on us saying we're wrong on this, we're wrong on that, we're wrong on this. Huh. But we always it always ends up being to where we call it out and we see it like weeks and months and sometimes days beforehand. Why is that always the case, Joe, that it always seems to come and meander around to the way we see it? Because it's the truth. Truth hurts sometimes, doesn't it? It hurts all the time. But uh, you got to get over it. Lakers suck. And it's uh, not because they're, they don't have talent. They just suck. They suck at team ball. They suck at focus. They suck at running an offense. They suck at transition defense. They've won 10 games off of talent. That's it. If they didn't have let if you just remove LeBron James, this team's probably six and twelve. But then again, we say we give LeBron too much credit here on the show. That's what Rodell says. We give him way too much credit. I get called out because he was playing well, like an MVP look, and he's playing like one of the I, 10 best players uh, in the league. I get called yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly, Gerald. He has to play the level for the Lakers to be where they're at. Look, visual... I'm sorry he doesn't play defense all right. He's 38. What are you asking for when they're 38? Do you go out and play both sides of the ball at 38? No. No. Visual aids help a lot, so let's let's look at the stats, shall we? I don't see the Lakers anywhere here. No. So the best first quarter teams in the NBA, Sacramento winning record, Boston winning record, Phoenix winning record, Oklahoma City, Dallas. Uh, And let's look at the worst teams in the first quarter, shall we, Gerald? Let's just go down here. Uh, Chicago is bad. The Clippers are average. The Knicks are average. Charlotte is a bad team. Portland is a bad team. And there are the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. How you start is very important in a professional setting. Not as important as how you finish, Gerald. I didn't say he was going to be MVP, Rodell. Get your ears unplugged. I said he was playing like he's one of the 10 best players in the league offensively. Get your ears unstuck. And uh, by the way, NBA.com agrees with Gerald because uh, LeBron's in their uh, top 10 as far as MVP rankings are concerned. So, uh, yeah, he was 8 of 12. Didn't matter. 8 of 12 shooting. Didn't matter. There's a there's a great lot. There's a great line. um, But in uh, remember the Titans, Gerald, where uh, Wood Harris 
uh, is um, Julian is talking to uh, Gary and um, he tells him, you know what, man, I'm about getting mine, getting them to good HBCU and getting the hell out of Crackerville. And Gary turns to him and he said, see, man, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. And yeah, he turns he back to him. Tonight. No rebounds for LeBron. He turns I'm to him and he says, yeah, attitude reflects leadership. Plus, Mad Man, I'm sorry. My apologies. I didn't mean to interrupt him. When you get beat by 30 plus, tell me where the good performances are. Because your attitude reflects leadership. Oh, he won't blame LeBron for this one. Oh, it's just the other ones. See, LeBron, see, Dar if, if Darvin Ham was as no-nonsense as we have been led to believe, Gerald, mm -hmm. has he would have more than, I believe he's only been ejected once, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he would be ejected a handful of times, at least, given the level of effort or lack thereof at times with this team. And again, the Mavs, the Kings, the Rockets, Sixers. That's four games out of 18 where you've been down by at least 25 points or more, and you've had to come back. And how many wins do they have out of those four games, Gerald? Zippity-doo-dah. Let me ask you this. We called many times during playback.tv slash Lakers fast break where Ham not calling a timeout when they go on a run, Joe and Magic Man. How irritating is that when you see them go on a 10-0, 12-0 run and no timeouts are called to slow down the momentum? There, There is no point in, have, in calling a timeout because Darvin Ham doesn't have any solutions to get out of a timeout. Oh, he's got plenty to take with him. To oh, Detroit. look, wa watching that, Gerald, it's a lot like eating ice cream too fast and you get that headache in the back <laughs> of your head. The it's, brain rush, yes. Yes, that's what it, it's kind of like watching Darvin Ham not call a timeout when you're getting. Look, killed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch the season. We're going to watch the season. Uh, let's uh, throw it in the air that maybe we'll get lucky and something will change. But here's, here's what I'm looking Here's where my brain is now at this point. The Lakers are going to finish the season off, likely make the playoffs, and then I believe at best make it out of maybe get to the second round. Should that play out the way it is, the Lakers have to absolutely seriously consider trading Anthony Davis. They're going to have to sit down with LeBron and tell him, look, we can't, we, we got to get some value out of this. Otherwise, we are stuck. You could end up being the New York Knicks for real this time. There isn't going to be a LeBron that's going to save you like in 2018. That was that was a surprise of all surprises. I, in a billion years, after 2016, after Kobe retired, had no idea, no way of ever thinking that LeBron was coming to L.A. I still don't know why he came to L.A., other than maybe to enhance his brand. But mm -hmm. this is 2023, 2022, 2018. Did he really need the Lakers to, to build up his brand? I mean, it, it helped when he won a championship, but I I, I don't think we're gonna have. Look, it takes a certain player to play in L.A. Like he made said. he made he made a very calculated calculating move because because he knows that no matter what happened, Joe, it would have been better, good, bad, or ugly. It would have been better to do it as a Laker than do it as a Clipper. 
He was coming to L.A. anyway. A lot of his businesses are in Los Angeles now. Uh, his production company's in Los Angeles. You know, he, go, he goes back for, for a house call every once in a while. But his family loves L.A. Like, it's, it's you know, he's still got, I believe his daughter isn't even in middle school yet. Right, Gerald? Yeah. But, and then, then you know, of course, Ronnie's at USC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank goodness he's practicing with the team now. Great news. Yeah, it's not as if they were good. Like, I know, and, and I know he's looking at different schools, but it's not as if they moved to L.A. and somehow Bryce and Bronnie were going to go play, like, in Carolina for, like, Duke. Or... Bryce did go play Ohio. He did go visit Ohio State. I do he know did that. visit Ohio State, but I, 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 I've, that I had no uh, issues uh, thinking that they would leave uh, the state of California. But that that being said, Joe Joe makes a good point. Uh, but it was uh, Mamba World actually AD can be traded on February the sixth. Uh, Vando's yeah. the only individual on this team that cannot be traded. That is per Bobby Marks of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry. That yeah, yeah. That that's that's another story. I, I haven't heard the chatter about that picking up steam at all, Gerald. So it's not gonna be picked until late January, probably at the earliest. Yeah. If they're into the situation. Yeah. You'd really at this point in time though, in order like I, I realize what uh what Stone and Joe and others are uh trying to say about the exploration of basically starting over everything but the studs comes out i get it but you'd really have to you'd have to entice genie bus if you're rob polinka to make the trade gerald to trade ad rather than get like what's joe saying capital back you'd have to you'd have to swing it so she would understand why it has to be done and Gerald, we all know, man. Like, this is this is L.A., and they're as nepotistic as an organization as we've seen in some time. And they love. I'm not going to use that Nine Inch Nails song, but they they they're star. You know what? They're they're star blankers. They're not going to trade A.D. Joe. They're not going to trade A.D. Stone. They're not going to trade him. It's not going to happen. They have, I, to trade, they have to trade them this summer. If they if it stays like this, Magic Man, where they're just barely above five hundred. Oh, during the season, I, 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 the off season, that's that's definitely. Yeah, I'm not talking about. They're not yeah, trading. Not during the season. Okay. Yeah, they're not trading. No, I'm not. I'm not saying they're going to trade them during the season. No, mm-hmm. it has to happen this off. Yeah, season. I know. But he is eligible to be traded as of February the sixth, just to let everyone know. But the Lakers uh, do lose, get their butts kicked 138 to 94. It is the Lakers' fast break. It is Gerald Glassford along with the Magic Man, Sean Grice, and of course, Joe Sorrell. Truly appreciate them joining us. Make sure you check us out on playback.tv. Join us for the in game. It's actually it was very entertaining to listen to us during the game. That's for sure. More entertaining than the game. But you had joe you had sean you had stone hansen you had empire jeff and you had laker nick big shout out to all of them for stopping by and our biggest audience of the year cannot thank you enough for stopping by on playback hopefully you will return which i'm not sure if you will especially after what you saw tonight but return to us on playback on wednesday i'm keeping my fingers crossed i'm gonna try and see if i can get l rob to join us as well but 
guys, it's been a great time. At least trying to vent to you out there, and hopefully you vent to us and Rodell making excuses. You know, that's always entertaining for us to go ahead and go back and forth on. It's always nice to see. We do appreciate him stopping by and watching us and all the other people who were trying to clown on us when the Lakers uh, are not doing well, which seemingly happens. They all come out of the woodwork, Sean. They always do. They always come out of the woodwork. They did on playback and they did here tonight. Always come out of the woodwork when we're bad. But when we win those titles, huh, funny how they just never seem to be around. When you need them. Yes, Gerald. Yes, Gerald. Like Kevin Henry, David Thoreau, and uh, they spend a lot of time in the woods contemplating the next time they could come out and uh, try and roast a Lakers fan. Um, God, Free smoke, would... How does DeRozan really help your team? He is shooting well from behind the arc, but he doesn't shoot many threes, Magic Man, correct? No, he doesn't. He's, First time he's ever still... he's been shooting well from three. Yes, well, he was shooting. He was shooting pretty well during the first fifteen game stretch when they were all together, Gerald. But yeah, oh, okay. But but he only yeah. shoots twice a game. Yeah, so that exactly. Really help it. And he was only shooting, I think, less than two and a half a yeah. couple of years ago. So yeah, he's not going to really help us, Gerald. He's, you know, Demar is the mid range uh, machine. That's not going to help us. Like we're getting. We're getting killed already defensively from the, yeah, correct, the top Mama. of the key to the nail. Damar isn't going to help us defensively. I love the guy; he gives great effort, but at times, it it's not there for him. Adam is ready to get rid of Tory Prince like yesterday. He's only four and a half million, so if you're going to match salaries, you're going to have to find a needle in the haystack on that one. As far as well, and Gerald, been. it's also it's and in that situation, it's also a combination of um, Alex Caruso is a great team defender, and he's a very good individual defender, but he can't lift the whole defense up by himself. Even though he made an All NBA team, he can't do that. I'll tell you what, though, great having. Every one of you out there, we had really, I think a lot of people just come when we vet. I see we seemingly have bigger audiences, Joe and Sean, when we lose and lose like this than when we don't. People therapy, I think we do provide therapy for a lot of people out there. But Joe, any last thoughts, my friend, before we head on out? Because I know you need to get some rest. Uh, my final thoughts are. Good. Now for my final thought. Yeah, final thought is. The Lakers have four more months, just four. And then uh, my my advice to them would be to, if they don't, if they're not hosting hoisting the Larry O'Brien Trophy, they need to start hoisting their assets away for younger assets and more assets to draft young guys because this is about to run out. Yes, I'm saying this in November. Sky, if he ever wants to, I'll ask. I'll ask the organization. It'll never happen, guys. It'll never happen. If Joe comes to me and says, Gerald, give it a try, I'll go ahead and do so. And I'll ask. Least I can do is ask. Are you telling me they're going to allow me in in that area to ask a legitimate question? That's up to you, man. If you tell me me the day or game you're going to go or you're thinking about going, and I'll make a request in advance. Are you serious? Yeah. Doesn't hurt to ask. I've asked for people for press passes for okay. my crew at, at Pop Culture Cosmos. I've asked for myself for press passes for 
uh, stuff all over. Uh, Are they going to let I, me ask I, a question? I have the information for the Lakers. So I've never used it because I never figured they were going to give me a, hell, a chance in hell. So why not? doesn't hurt Are, to ask. are they going to let me ask a question? Well, if you're there, they should. Okay, let's do it. Just say you're Joe Sorrow from the Lakers fast break, and before they get uh, all pissed off at you and kick you out, at least we'll know. No. Lakers fast break. Make sure you live stream it as you're getting kicked out of Crypto.com Arena. That's all I ask. Yeah. All I ask. Joe, Joe. We need to go that, viral. If- if, the, if that organization let that greasy, greasy journalist, Vic the Brick, ask questions, they'll let Joe Soro ask a question. I have no I idea. Is, yeah, yeah, I think he is here. He's here in Vegas. He was. He was. He was in he L.A. Was covering the Lakers with a New York accent, with a Brooklyn accent. I think he does. I think he still does local radio here in Vegas. I don't listen to local radio anymore, but yeah, he. I think he's still here in Vegas. He was always based in. He's he was based in Las Vegas for a long period of time, and I think he is still here in Vegas doing local radio. If I'm so he was based in Vegas, but yeah, but yeah. Covered, covered when he was the doing Lakers. the Fox shows when he was oh, working really? for Fox Sports. I do know he was here based in Vegas. So yeah, the question I would ask is is actually a, a good one. I would say. Coach, your team seems. Oh, he was called LA Sports Royalty, uh, royalty by Gary A. Your team seems out of focus. It's been eighteen games. Why? Why? Why do they look a step a step behind almost every game? I think they'd probably not kick me out for a question like that. No. Maybe. Just give you some sort of generic answer, and then that's it. Oh, uh, you know, uh, 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 what would he say? That's a that's an interesting question. He would just give you some sort of generic. It's just generic you know, response, yeah. Generic, yeah. Coach, your team looks a step behind. Are they mentally fatigued, or are they not focused, game in and game out? That would probably gonna, turn some heads. Yeah. What do you that think the it. What do you think the people around me are going to say? They're gonna turn their heads and look at you like, like man, who the hell is you this idiot? The, you got the or you thank you for having the balls to ask. Really? All right. Part of the part of them would because you remember you gotta stay in that little click. Remember, that's all about that little click of, of Lakers reporters. They can't say or do like you said, Ramona Shelburne. She, she was used as question. an example. Jeannie used her as an example. She was persona non grata and now is covering the Sixers. Even I need a little more in cloud, LA. guys. We need a little bit more clout, kind of like Cisco and Ebert. When yeah, Ramona started. Shelburne, Ramona Shelburne, Cali- Joe jo married a California girl. This girl's California girl. Spent her whole life in California. Her whole went to I forget what what uh, high Get school. Us she went to to Get us Cucamonga, to ten thousand. Whatever. Went to Stanford, Northern California. Covers the her and Dave McMenamin together cover the Philadelphia 76ers. From we're Los not, Angeles. We're not, we're not uh, my apologies, Magic Man. We're not saying Ramona Shelburne's good or bad or whatever. We're just no. telling you what happened. That's all we're, we're saying. But yeah, she get us in. to 10,000. She, she was in. And by the way, she was so in that that when Magic got in his feelings over all that, Gerald, she was the first journalist he he went to. That's how much he, he entrusted her. And get, us, get us to ten thousand subs so we can go ahead and make some true noise out there. I don't. I think we would need a million actually. 
What Laker Nate Lakers it's Nation? Gotta, it's it's got there's gotta be a fear that's there for, for this to really take take place in the way we want it to be. The effect. Because if you're influencing a million people into thinking the correct way for about, about what they're watching, what they're watching is another terrible decision by the front office in terms of their head coaching hires. And we need to stop having positive feelings about the wrong coach at the beginning. There needs to be noise before then. Why are they hiring Darvin Ham? Why is there a discussion for Darvin Ham? No one's doing that. No one is getting under anything once there's noise about it. It's, it's, It's already too late. Said, you know what, Joe? Said forty three eighty seven should write your questions and you ask them. I like that question. Hey, Darwin, do you actually watch film and coach these guys, or it's only okay? Go you're you're napalming. You're napalming at that point. You're you're basically going to ask that question, and then the, there's going to be oohs and ahs in the background, and then it's gone. There has to be enough pressure in that question to where you don't get Good kicked point. out. Good point. The question is very valid. Coach, your team looks a step slow every game. Is there a focus issue with this team? And then if by some miracle you can ask a follow-up question? See, I, I that's a great question, Joe, but I'd ask him, is focus a problem for you? I can't. You can't do that. He'll, he'll sure you he, can. It, it, he'll think it, it as the person. He'll take it as a personal attack. Uh, absolutely. Uh, no, it's and, how and you ask the PR to attack how you how you we're frame not in it. A position. Dar, Darvin, Darvin, Coach Ham, you've been in a position now where you've coached eighteen games this season. The team has been outscored in the first quarter, sixteen out of the eighteen games. What's the problem with preparation? Because so, there is one. It, it, okay. Sometimes you got to make a decision when you're not thinking you're going to go all the way on, on, on something. And let's just say we did go all the way. So High Octane asked a great question, but what if he gives you a generic answer? L- let's say he says something like, well, we're just not playing as a team and uh, we, 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 we need to just you know play harder or something like that, right? And if that's the answer and it's you've got that like, You've got that moment where you're in, in, in a few good men where Tom Cruise just goes for it, knowing he might be done. Then you go, coach, isn't that the coaching staff's job to make sure the team is prepared? This has been 20 games already into the year, and you have two of some of the best players on the planet. What is going on? Why aren't they focused? And then I, I don't, I just don't think that, it, I don't, I just don't think. We're gonna get a chance to talk like that. It would have to be blatant. It would have to be blatantly done. It's just it's it's a it's it's not happening. There's no more Bill Plaskies. I mean, they're still there, but those guys don't really. You don't hear from them anymore. You don't hear let them do their thing anymore. Uh, T.J. Simers and Jay Adande. There was a time where those guys actually would do stuff like that. And back then, Jim we, Hill. Jim Hill. Well, Jim Hill's. I don't know. Jim Hill's like just kind of he, he always kind of went the middle way of things i don't i never really saw him because more a tv guy that's why uh, 
I just I think there's there's straight there's straight guys that just keep it keep it straight. They don't ruffle feathers. And then you got the ones that are that are the other side. There's very few guys that can do both. There's very few guys that can have it in the middle. And the reason why I keep bringing up Roger Ebert about what we're talking about, because what, what made Roger Ebert great at what he did was he actually hung out with Martin Scorsese and these guys, right? These powers of industries in that world. Yet, when they made a movie he didn't like, he roasted them in public. And then he'd go hang out with them at the same time. It takes a certain person to be able to do that and still have the respect of those people. And where it com- where that comes from is communication. It comes from communication. And that, for us, is going to come down to a bigger audience. The bigger audience we have, the more credibility we have, the more scary we become to that entity. But we also have good... If you're, if you're asking the right questions and you're supporting also at the same time, like if they're doing things right, you gotta, you got to tell them, man, this guy is unbelievable. He did great this year. But a lot of times these guys all go uh, skip Bayless. It's always bad, bad, bad because they want to be the bad guy in wrestling. There is no – like they, they, they can't bounce between two areas. They don't work. Joe, he's, he's, become, he's become more than irrelevant now because he ran off Shannon Sharp. He's not irrelevant. He is irrelevant. There's still there's still people watching him. He's irrelevant. He's not though. Who who's who's brought up he's Skip Bayless? He's still show and he still has a podcast. Who's, who's, oh oh oh! I wow heard, wow! Since yeah, Shannon know. Sharp has left, I have not heard anything any words from him. Even if he said stuff, I and, just, and not and not only not not only that he. He has Richard Sherman on his show, who once called Skip Bayless, and I quote, a Cretan. Well, you, uh, somebody's legitimizing him. and I, We've been saying this for 20 Joe, years. Joe, it's Fox Sports. It's Fox Sports. They'll legitimize a squirrel. With He was, the, he with was the, legitimized the, on ESPN before he went to Fox. And he's I'm, not anymore. He's irrelevant. I mean, our our audience says it all as far as their distaste for for him. So I'll people, people say this, that you you just got to get a little crowd that will support he you. Got, he got he got he and again he's got a little crowd. That's and, all he's and, got. And, and yeah, no, and again, like people want to people want to call him relevant. That's fine. The guy the guy took it so personally that Shannon Sharp was giving an honest opinion, like. Dude, Tom Brady is a heterosexual man, Skip, okay? And even if he wasn't, you'd be the last guy he'd take to a bedroom. So don't so don't act like you're you're so in love with Brady that you're willing to make yourself look like a professional jackass, which is what he did, Joe. What Shannon Sharp played in the NFL for 13 years knows what he's talking about and that jackass doesn't he's been embarrassed he's been embarrassed so many jalen rose embarrassed him and jalen rose was taken off espn for how long gerald i don't know 
Tim Legler embarrassed embarrassed Skip Bayless because Skip Bayless didn't know the difference between a block and a charge. And if you don't believe me, ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube right now and type in Tim Legler, Skip Bayless block because Skip Bayless has no idea what he's talking about. Very well said, Magic Man. Very well said. Although the kind of part of the bedroom was like went to ah, uh, Gerald. He's got an unhealthy. I know he's he's got a man Brady. crush. I know he has this huge man crush on. But yeah, this is like okay, all right. Well, teach his own. No worries. But it is the Lakers fast break, and the Lakers do. They got their ass kicked. Yeah, clash is it class? I I I have a hard time. Defending Shannon Sharp, who's just equally as much of a clown as as Skip Bayless. The only ass hat worse than both those combined is that scumbag uh, Nick Wright. Other, like if you flushed all three of those down the toilet, the I, sports world would be a better place. So it's uh, it's it's. I, I don't legitimizing Nick Wright. Nobody else is. You no, are. No, I'm not. That guy said some. You abhorrent, are. He said some abhorrent things uh, about Kobe, and it's always stuck with me. No one, and, give, uh, no one gives a flying horseradish or fly pepper what Nick Wright has to say. He's on he's on those shows on Fox, though. So what? So what? He's on a show. He needs to be off everything. We need to be on more stuff. And the only way we can do that is with your help. So if you know someone out there that's as angry as we are as a Lakers fan or just like some good entertainment, please subscribe today. Get us up there so Joe can go ahead with his million subscribers on the Lakers fast break and walk up there and say those questions without having to worry about, oh, are the, is the PR gonna guy going to throw me out of the building? Oh, he can't do that because we've got a million subscribers on YouTube. So that's how we're going to get it done. I got, I believe if we if we continue to do what we're doing, at some point we'll be we're going to get there. I just don't know when. A lot of times these things are about timing. Things are about timing a lot of way in a lot of ways, and that's what we want to be ready for the right time. But then again, he won't be a Laker coach by then, so it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, the Lakers do get their butt kicked. 138 to 94. Joe and Sean, you guys did awesome tonight. The Lakers might have sucked, but oh. you guys certainly didn't tonight. Yeah, and, sure. and Tears of Joy, Ric Flair has become like a relic and a sad burnout. Um, really okay. sad. Do you really want to get a woo energy drink from a guy that's in the 70s? Well, I mean, Gerald, it, it's kind of sad Ooh. that it's kind of sad that a couple years ago he was on the Georgia Bulldogs sidelines. By the way, he's from he's from he's from that area. Lives well, there. I thought he was from Minnesota. He lives he lives in that area now. Folks, yeah, well, he, and, and North Carolina he, and all that. Yeah, yes. he want he wanted so bad to shake Kirby Smart's hand, Gerald. And Kirby Smart blew him off, and now he's now he's knobbing at Jim Harbaugh, which is pathetic. It's truly pathetic. You're a legend, Rick, and you're acting like this. You're pathetic, man. Go ahead, Joe. Triple H said it a few times, and as as respectful as he could, Ric Flair is a consummate liar. He'll tell you what you want to hear, do all that stuff. So will Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hulk Hogan, I don't know what the hell that guy's doing. It's like, dude, 
do you know that there's a camera and things are like recorded and you're saying the opposite? Like literally it's, you're, <laughs> he goes, Steamboat and, Steamboat and, and, and Savage were not trying to outshine me. And then literally five seconds later, Steamboat is saying, Oh, we try to outshine the, the, the giant under the giant Hogan match. I'm like, dude, do you not like pay attention? Like, he, he literally said, like, everyone loves Steamboat. Flair even said his best matches were with Steamboat. The greatest match, arguably, sorry, Bret Hart, even though, you know, most of your matches were my favorites, but. That match in, in WrestleMania 3 is arguably the greatest match in wrestling history, right? So it's like, come on, guys. Like, Ric Flair is, like Sean said, is burnt out. He's doing it for the money because he didn't pay his taxes. He didn't save up money. He was style and profile out, out, out the oh, gate. Oh, he's got another kid. He's got another mouth to feed, Joe. Yeah. So, yeah. So now, now if, if anything, if any good advice I can give to especially Cool Bro being here, Cool Bro, one of the saddest things in life besides wasted talent is burning out in the end. Sucks. Don't burn out when you don't have to. Flair was making a million dollars a year in the 80s. In the 80s. He should be sitting on 40, 50 million by now. But he was too busy buying kamikazes, right? Now, hey, partying, uh, spending it all. Don't get me wrong. Space Mountain, guys. I like Space Mountain. I like kamikazes, but you got to take half that money. You got to put it somewhere. You don't need eighteen kamikazes. Get nine. You don't need four cars. Get two. Catch my drift. I'm not saying don't enjoy your life. But be smart. Everything, Go in off moderate, the way. everything in moderation. Well, I don't know about moderation, but I'd say get what you want, but also still, you know, back yourself up. Be like Daniel Day-Lewis. Be like Gene Hackman if you're going to go off into the sunset. Don't be Ric Flair. Remember I told you guys about fake? Ric Flair lived his gimmick, but he ended up being a fake in the end because he had to. That was his only way to make money. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. And on that note, the Lakers got destroyed tonight in Philadelphia, uh-huh. 38 to 94. But I do want to thank Joe and Sean for stopping by. We always said we would be here through the good times and the bad, the wins and losses. We know other shows are only there when they win or when times are good or whenever they feel like it. We're here whether we don't feel like it or we do feel like it. We're here to support you so we hope you support us as well. Please, if there's someone out there that might like what we do, go ahead and let them know about the Lakers fast break. I try to pitch it out there all the time on social media, but we really, really need your help in order to get this show where it needs to be. So please give us a hand whenever you can. Let them know about us here at the Lakers fast break on audio or video formats for you out there. So we'll be back tomorrow to go ahead and assess the collateral damage after what happened tonight and try to see if the Lakers can straighten out their road trip with a game coming up here in Detroit. And then after that, the next game right after that, back to back, 
in OKC. That's going to be a big one indeed. So uh, absolutely, we're going to go ahead and make sure we got you covered. Join us tomorrow for even more great fun. We'll be calm. We'll be a little bit calmer right by then. Unless Rodell sends us another weird email that will probably just bring out the ire out of us. But we'll see what happens as the Lakers unfortunately lose 138 to 94. We'll be back tomorrow with more great stuff planned for you. Looking forward to still closing out this road trip, hopefully a lot stronger than they did tonight. We'll go ahead and help you through that, starting with tomorrow's show right here at the Lakers Fast Break.